I'm Steve Briggs, happy to provide, this is uh, just a, more of a presentation than a meeting, although I'll take some questions at the end. So in the context of Brian's sermon, we want to talk a little bit about God's faithfulness to Seven Hills, and it's a great morning to do that as we celebrate um, his departure, look forward to celebrating his return. Uh, we can also celebrate what's happened in our church. Uh, for those around, uh, we, the, the church began uh, it's very early stages in 2006, and uh, uh, the Pierces arrived in the summer of 2006, as did the Briggses, um, and they bought a house and uh, began to hold some meetings at their house uh, that fall in the, in the family room. How many 2006 survivors do we have? Okay, so there's a few hands around, but uh, uh, the uh, church started meeting then in 2007 uh, in the ballet theater, ballet studio down the street. Uh, we came over here in 2008. So the church started meeting as an organized entity uh, sort of uh, 10 years ago, 10 years ago in 2007. Uh, we purchased uh, the building next door in 2010, which is interesting because we were actually not formed as a separate uh, church within the PCA, the Presbyterian Church of America, for, no, for another two years. So we actually purchased property uh, before we became an, a, a separate entity, and that was very unusual, and it took a lot of, <laughs> a lot of uh, uh, negotiation to, to be able to do that. But we were committed to staying downtown, to staying in this space, DeSoto, and we have no other meeting space during the week. So uh, uh, an early decision uh, by the leaders of the church was to purchase the building next door and to invest in this building and to invest in downtown and to be able to partner with the DeSoto Theater Foundation to restore this space over a period of seven or eight years. If you were here in the very early days in 2008, the DeSoto looked very different. Yeah, it was a challenging place to, to worship in some ways, but, but today uh, we are, are part of the redemption of the space, and we're delighted with that. So God has been very faithful to us. Um, here we are, uh, 10 years since the beginning, five years since we became uh, a separate church within the PCA, and so it's an opportune moment, really, to, to send the Pierces off uh, uh, for a sabbatical. Uh, next slide. Uh, we uh, have... Much to be grateful for. Uh, the church has been financially healthy from its very beginning. And every year, we've, uh, had a, every year we've been on our own, and even before that, we've had a net positive operating budget. Uh, we were sufficiently positive, in fact, that we were able to buy uh, the building next door, 538, where the great room is. Uh, uh, um, we bought that and renovated that for just under a million dollars. We had an initial equity in the, uh, the building of 185000 uh, we also had a short-term loan that we needed along with the mortgage to make that happen. And by December, uh, December 2013, just a year after we were organized separately as a church, uh, we were able to pay that uh, short-term loan off. So next slide. Uh, what One of the early decisions we made was to invest in facilities uh, before we actually invested in staff. Now, that was not an easy decision because that meant the weight of the church fell on Brian's shoulders for eight years. There was no other full-time person until then. And so part of the, <laughs> part of the reason uh, they need a sabbatical and we want them to have a sabbatical is because of the investment, the commitment he made for those eight years. But uh, we were delighted then in 2014 uh, because we had a building now and because our finances were still healthy, 
in God's faithfulness, despite sometimes our unfaithfulness. Um, we were able to hire a second pastor, uh, Bob Burns. We su- subsequently have been able to make additional staff investments to come up to really staff our church in a way that is fitting for a church of our size. So in recent years, we've added Katie and Joanna and Jefferson to the staff as well. Next slide. Um, this is sort of just a, a picture of what that faithfulness looks like. So the black line, the very top line, is our overall church income. The blue line right underneath of it is the part of that that is their tithes and offerings. We do get some rental income next door, uh, some other small pieces, but you can see that most of our income comes through our tithes and our offering. And then the line below it, orange or red, whatever that is, uh, is the expenses of the church. And And that difference there, that gap between those two, is the reason that we've been able to do things like buy a building and, and to be able to have the, the, the excess each year that we can then use for the future. Um, now, you'll notice over there at the end that those two lines are coming together. So that's where we are today, and I'll talk a little bit more about that. But uh, I have never been in a church, and I've been in churches my whole life. Uh, I've been in active in leadership roles for longer than I want to admit. And, um, and I've never been at a church that's had that kind of a, a separation of those lines. So God has been faithful to a young church here. And you all have been faithful in the way that you have supported the church that allowed us to be far more financially healthy than the small churches I've been in in life and the big churches I've been in in life. Almost always they get to the end of the year trying to raise enough money to make the budget work at the end of the year. And we have been just the opposite. So our budget year ends on June 30th. So we have now finished three quarters of this year. Um, if you can, well, I got one more slide here. This shows you a little bit about the growth in our budget, uh, particular different areas. Our facilities have been relatively stable in recent years. The two areas of growth, which are the yellow line and the green line, uh, the yellow line is staffing, and the green line is ministries and programs here at the church. And that's where the recent growth has been uh, in our budget. And that's appropriate because those are the areas that we're, um, we needed to invest in to provide support the ministry here. Uh, next slide is our current year budget, 16 to 17. It'll end on June 30th, so we're through three quarters, just a little bit more than three quarters now. Um, our projected tithes and offerings for the year, and uh, this is probably a pretty close projection, will be about $652,000. Um, we, we budgeted at 624. We're running slightly ahead of budget, so we're, we're, I think by the end of the year we'll be at 638. You can see that, that that's the vast, uh, largest part of our income. Next year, the rental income line will go away because uh, the, the world finance folks who have been in that area since we uh, uh, started here, uh, bought the building next door, they're moving somewhere else. We will recover that space, and we hope to convert that into some office space down on Broad Street, which will allow us to expand our, our children's ministry spaces upstairs uh, in, in this next year. So that's, a, that's something that will be happening soon, we hope, uh, early summer, um, and uh, w- one of the changes. Uh, you can see where the expenses go. Um, program expense is about a quarter of the budget. Program and ministry expenses uh, are here, they're giving, 7%. Staff expenses are about half of our budget. Our facilities is about, I think that's 18, 14, 17% of our budget. So you can see how it breaks out. Uh, right now, we are projecting expenses of about 651000 
So that's why those two lines came together in that first slide. For the first time, we will have a very close, uh, a very, you know, we're much closer to uh, a break-even budget rather than having some surplus uh, at the end of the year. Uh, next slide. Uh, within the program expenses, people might want to know where the money's going. So some of it goes to uh, our, our needs as a worship, uh, some of that sound equipment, uh, all the things that make uh, the, the um, slide, you know, all the different things that we need to, to have a, a good Sunday morning service. A good chunk of it goes to children and youth. A lot of that is also for child care within that children and youth um, budget. Hospitality and food. Uh, we do a lot of bagels and uh, donuts and uh, or pastries and coffee and, and uh, lots of other meals that we do as well. So that's a big part of our, our ministry budget here. Um, special events. Uh, that includes the seminars. That includes the men's and women's retreat, other things as well. Uh, there's some arts uh, budget in there that we haven't used yet, but the, there's opportunities to do some more arts programming downtown here. Uh, office supplies and equipment, professional travel. That includes some professional accounting fees, legal fees, others, um, some licensing for uh, the slides that we use, those sorts of things, as well as travel. Uh, one of the things that we have been disciplined about doing is having reserves. A healthy church does that. Few churches ever manage to do it, but it's not good to, you know, if you have nothing in the bank account and something goes wrong, for instance, the year that we had a fire here in the DeSoto, it wasn't our fire, but we had to move for three months or two months, uh, one summer. Uh, and, 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 and so you need some reserves in case something goes wrong. Um, we Ideally, we, we've been running at about $75,000. We need to increase that just a bit, I believe, to about $100,000, which is about two months of expenses for us um, if, if something were to go wrong. So we set aside some money for um, uh, emergency. Uh, we also are trying to retire a facility debt. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in just a minute. Next slide there, Sam. Thank you. Um, so that's how we currently have $375,000 in our operating reserves. 50000 of that, the sabbatical in the middle there, is really not part of our operating reserves. That's a restricted account that's there temporarily. Hopefully that will all be expended by September. Um, so take that part out, really. The other two are the main categories, and it's $325,000. Um, we, again, we keep some of that in reserve. And then the other part, we're trying to retire the debt that we have on the building next door. Right now, we have a mortgage. So next slide. Um, we originally purchased the building for $982,000. The original down payment was one hundred eighty-five. dollars The short-term loan, those are both uh, equity now. Um, we also have paid down some of the mortgage so that we, instead of owing um, $637,000, we now owe $543,000. Um, at the end of the current mortgage cycle, which is in 2022, uh, we will owe $412,000. We pay about $55,000 a year. Um, our goal, uh, if you'll remember back to the slide from before, uh, we have about $225,000 that we believe we could set aside uh, for debt at the moment. Uh, Sam, go back again. Uh, we're going to, no, go the other way. Yeah, yeah so we owe four. We need to save about another $200,000 in the next three years or so in order to be able to retire the debt completely in 2021-2022. So our goal is to have some surplus between our, 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 our income and our expenses of about $70,000 a year so that we can finish out uh, the building and then we actually recover that part of our income stream every year for other kinds of investments. 
So I know it's a little complicated, but just to give you a sense of what we're trying to do. So that leaves us to, I believe, the last slide. Um, this is what it's looked like over the last um, um, five or six years here for income. And one of the marvelous things to look at is, is to look at the growth from the previous year. In, in some of those early years, the, we were growing. The, the income of the church was growing 55% one year, 15% a second year, 16%. So it's just been a marvelous God's providence, God's grace, God's generosity has just been fantastic working through this, the people of this congregation. Uh, this last year is the first year that we kind of leveled off. And so uh, we had actually projected that we would be up a little bit higher this year than we, than we were. Uh, we realized by mid-year that that was not happening. Uh, but, but even so, the last month or two has been strong. And so we will end up this year uh, meeting our budget, but we won't end up with a surplus for the first time. Next year, what should we budget, 2017, 2018? The, um, right now, with the, the prudent budgeters, and I'm a prudent budgeter, uh, we, we need at least a 2% growth to do what we're doing this year. That's because we're losing the income stream from uh, the, the rental next door. So we'll have to absorb that in our tithes and offering. That's a 2% growth, and that's a budget of about $650,000 total. And so that allows us to do next year what we're doing this year. Um, we'd like, I'd like to see that grow a little bit um, because I think that we want to set aside some money, again, for debt reduction. We also are acquiring some space, and we need to do some fixing up of the space that we're getting back so it meets our needs, as well as doing some, some, some work in some of the children's areas upstairs. So that's not included in this budget yet. So we'll begin with a base budget, but we also have some needs, we have some opportunities, we have some desires that go beyond that. So we hope that we will be able to grow our budget a little bit next year. And that really is all about faithful giving uh, from the people. Um, we know that God is faithful in our unfaithfulness, um, but I would call you also to be faithful if you believe in the ministry of this church and the work that we're doing in the ministry of Bob and the rest of our, st- um, Brian and the rest of our staff. Uh, I would ask that, uh, that you consider prayerfully uh, your giving for this next year. So that's the presentation. I am happy to answer questions, and, uh, or I can, I'm happy to answer questions right here, right now. If you want to catch me over by the kiddies, uh, um, bouncies, uh, uh, I'll be over by Swift and Finch in a few minutes, so I'll answer questions whenever you want. But what questions do you have? If, if you have one, please just let me see. We're happy to talk. Any concerns? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so the, uh, the, the, the area just, when you walk the hallway, the back hallway, there's, a, there's a, a door on your first left, which we have not used, and a door on your first right. The first left is actually an area that World Finance has been using, and so it, it's an L-shaped room, so it's got actually two storefronts on uh, Broad Street and then one at the depth of one behind that. The other part behind it is our current nursery. So we will probably turn the first part of that into the front office. Uh, it's actually an office presence on, on uh, Broad Street where you'll be able to, the, if, we get a, if we get some mail, they'll actually be able to hand it to somebody or somebody can come to the doorway uh, Katie will set up an office for her there. We'll keep it secure, but it will, we will have a presence right there. The area behind that we'll probably use for 
meeting space. Uh, uh, one of our community groups can meet there. Other people can meet there during the week. So we'll turn that into a nice meeting space right there on the first floor. That will free up the current office space that's on the second floor and allow us to, to expand some of our children's ministry areas. We know that some of those areas are, we need to separate out the age groups even a bit more than we have, uh, create some differentiation for the safety of our, particularly our youngest children. Um, and so we're, we're trying to spread things out up there a bit. We'll move the office space downstairs, therefore. Yeah. Is that? Okay, yeah. And, and the, the, the cost there, uh, we, we've been fixing up our children's space every year some. We'll have a little bit of investment there, but probably the, the and we have the furniture, but we do have some uh, things that uh, Cabell Sweeney will help us with on that first floor. And so we're trying to, to be able to do it in a, in a tasteful way that fits the great room but that we'll try to do it as cost-effectively as we can. Don't have a budget for that yet, but that's probably going to be um, tens of thousands of dollars. It won't be, you know, it's about $100,000, but it's going to be more than just five or six. So renovation's a little bit expensive, unfortunately. Yes, sir? I think I'm, I'm going to answer, but I'm not the leadership. I think we will have some signage. I think there's intentionality about having some signage uh, in a way that, that is welcoming and embracing, but uh, we should have some presence on, on Broad Street. We're, we are here. We want to be here, so we should let people know we're here. And it's also helpful when people are actually trying to find us. I mean, it, we're difficult to find at the moment. <laughs> I mean, uh, if you wanted to ask a question during the week, you'd have to, <laughs> you'd have to work at it. And that's not what we're about. Other questions? Very good. If you have questions, if you have concerns, if you have ideas, please come talk to me. We will, uh, I'm probably the best person for the moment, uh, talk to David Slade, talk to any of the other leaders of the church, uh, Bob. We, we invite your, um, your input as we build the new budget. The new budget will start where the old budget is left off. Uh, we may, and we will implement that by July 1st, we may, when Brian returns, part of Brian's uh, work this summer is to reflect and, and to envisage the future. And so we will probably, when he comes back, my guess is that we will have some ideas about where we want to head. So we may, we may do at the end of the first quarter, which will be in September, we may do a budget revision that may just be reallocating dollars. It may be asking, he may come to you and say, we want to do some new things, help us do that. So it may also be some new requests at that point. But we'll give you three months to think about that. How about that? So, so. let me end this in prayer if I could. Gracious God, we are reminded that in the midst of our distractions and in the midst of our um, uh, cluttered lives and in the midst of our unfaithfulness, you are faithful. And you have been faithful to this church from the day uh, that Brian and Krista came to Rome. Uh, you were faithful in all those early years. You are faithful in the living room. You are faithful in the ballet theater. You've been faithful to us as we have inhabited this place, the DeSoto Theater, and we're able to marry it to the place next door. We're thankful for the ministry that occurs here. We ask that you continue to bless it, even when we're unfaithful, but mostly make us faithful stewards that we can take part of ministering to Rome and Floyd County and the people that are here. We ask this in your holy and your gracious name. Amen.